Hello, everyone, and welcome to Comment Section, the part two of our DC fandom uh, special episode, another special episode. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Very special episode. We talked about a few great uh, new announcements uh, from that event last time, and we're going to continue down our list this time, talking about a lot of really exciting stuff, really big stuff still in this episode. So Yes, there's one thing I've been dying to mention. Yes, it, we're excited. So... Um, do you want to take us into the first uh, of our next topics? Yes. So, first thing I will mention is <clears throat> we had a promo for the new Suicide Squad movie. Now, a lot of us remember that Suicide Squad, not beloved, but they're doing that kind of a half-sequel, half-reboot type of thing. And so... We had a promo come out, and we had a behind-the-scenes type thing come out. And so, this Suicide Squad movie is going to be directed by James Gunn. Who, I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of. I don't like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I thought that... The Guardians were the worst part in Infinity War. And honestly, take it down from being a great movie to just a good movie. I was not a fan of the Scooby-Doo movies he wrote. So, I, I'm always a little hesitant with this Suicide Squad yeah. movie. <laughs> Understandable. But the promo they did was not that bad. So, we saw the promo showed a lot of who the cast will be. Of this new Suicide Squad. Unfortunately, Deadshot, you know, like the main Suicide Squad character, isn't in this one. Uh, yeah. And they said the reason was because they were thinking of recasting Will Smith's part, but they didn't because they wanted to leave the option for him to come back, which. Oh. Maybe you should have waited a year then, but. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, let's be honest. The first one who popped up was the breakout star. That's Harley Quinn. Margot Robbie is back as Harley Quinn. Idris Elba, also known as Charles, Charles Minor to most of us from The Office, will be Bloodsport, (laughs) who I remember reading from a... I think I read his first appearance in the John Byrne era. Yes, John Byrne created him that was a very interesting issue of superman even now it's been like eight years since i read it it still stands out to me so that's interesting that he's in there and that yeah they're going to try to make him into a hero type character in suicide squad interesting uh, oh, it talks about how he is serving time in prison for shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet. Well, also, John Cena is Christopher Smith, Peacemaker. Don't really know who that huh. is. <laughs> yeah. We have Joel Kinman returning as Rick Flagg. Who's probably like the next lead after Deadshot. Here's one that was interesting. Clifford DeVoe. Peter Cap. Capaldi as Clifford DeVoe slash The Thinker who was the main villain in The Flash season 4 
So, season four, The Flash is my least favorite. But I thought the villain that they had in there was very interesting. I'm assuming it's it's going to be more of a different character than we saw in the in the show. But Thinker is a very interesting character, kind of like Bloodsport is. Viola yeah. Davis is returning as Amanda Waller, along with Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang. Maybe he'll also bring back his love of uh, pink unicorns. I know that was your favorite part, was him holding his pink unicorn. Definitely. Uh, Let's see. There's Soul Saria. Pete Davidson, who I'm not a fan of, will be playing the character Richard Hurts slash Blackguard. We have Polka Dot Man, the character we've all been waiting for. Polka Dot Man is coming. Let's see. Savin, <laughs> Taika Waititi will have a role. And, wow. well, I guess the last one I'll bring up is King Shark will be in yeah, here. Right. That's wow. probably the one that gets me excited. I, I really do like King Shark on The Flash. So, what oh, yeah. are your thoughts about the promo? No, they had two. Did you see the two um, Suicide Squad things or... I almost asked you about this because um, when I sur- when I looked for it, all I could find was I I actually at first thought maybe you're talking about the video game announcement, so I didn't even know that there were promos for the the James Gunn movie coming. Yes. Um. So, but based on that, uh. That's a lot, but I mean, I also just generally, even though I think Suicide Squad is pretty cool in general, um, like the, uh, the, the, uh, oh gosh, I'm, I'm scrubbing through the trailer right now, the the promo. Uh, (laughs) It's mostly just uh, the characters popping up. Yeah. But it helps me to, to see, um... Yeah, that's a that's a large cast of characters, which makes sense. But um, yeah, like I think I I don't have I think that Su- Suicide Squad is cool and everything. I just didn't like the first movie. So I mean, if this is a good movie featuring them, that'll that'll bring them that'll bring it back. So that would be a great thing. So what is your anticipation for the Suicide Squad movie? I'll be honest, I'm. L- I'm less interested because I'm not a big fan of James Gunn. And just the last one had Batman Joker, so that was more incentive mm-hmm. to go see it. So what are your yeah. thoughts about... Uh, where's your anticipation? Because I know you're more of a fan of Guardians than I am. I mean, I... Uh, I... I mean, that maybe gives me a feeling that I might like it better than the first one, but I'm not that excited about it. Well, there we go, guys. Yeah. Suicide Squad. Not that excited about it. No. All right. Well, you lucky, lucky jerk. Did you want to introduce the next story, the big one? Oh, okay. (laughs) This is the big one. All right. So get ready. We might be talking about this for a while. Yes. But um, all right. Hold on so, to your hats. 
you should hold on to your hat and hold on to your bat ears. Yes. Um, in your cosplay because there is for real a trailer for the Batman. And that's the mic drop, but I don't want to break this mic. <laughs> oh, exactly. Who the Batman trailer. Yes. So, I guess since you introduced you, you can go first. What are your thoughts on the Batman trailer? Um, so I, uh, I mentioned, like, to me, the two, the by far two most exciting things, uh, from this are the Wonder Woman trailer and the prospect of how good that looks based on that. And to me, the Batman trailer and how good that looks based on this trailer. Um, it got me very excited for it. And I, I thought that. Uh, Robert Pattinson seemed really good. It looks uh, like just aesthetically, like it looks good. It's creepy. The Riddler. I mean, come on. I that that <laughs> might have been. You might have asked what I what villain I want to see next in a Batman movie, and I probably would have said the Riddler. I think I remember you saying that in the Justice League special we did. Yeah, that is one of my favorite villains. All right, so, guys. I mean, yeah. It, <laughs> This was the thing I was waiting for the most at DC fandom. Yeah. Counting down. There was honestly a moment where I became concerned because it was getting late into the night and it wasn't there. But then it dropped. And I knew that the two minutes and 20 seconds we were going to see were going to be the most important two minutes (laughs) and 20 seconds of my life in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and it was going to make me say, screw this stupid year. Go to 2021 now. Yeah. And before I say anything, let me say this. This is honestly one of the best trailers I've ever seen. This, wow, this was the winner of DC yeah. Fandom. I just could not believe it the whole time. I'm pinching myself like, oh my God, oh my God, yeah. they did it. They found it. This movie... Oh, man. Screw 2020. I want 2021 (laughs) now. Yeah. This movie, for the first time since really Batman Begins, we're seeing a new and fresh take on Batman. And it's new, but it still feels so classic. Like, it feels like you're watching the characters like Jim Gordon and Batman and they act like those characters. And, like, it it feel. Now, I remember Matt Reeves saying that his two favorite Batman movies were Tim Burton's Batman Returns and Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. And, man, did you see that in here? Because he clearly yeah. took the two... The, he took the best parts of those two movies. You had... The style, the atmosphere of Tim Burton from Batman Returns. You had the dark tone and Mm -hmm. groundedness of Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. And it just felt like a great combination of the two. And yet, it's still something new. And, like, the opening... At first, when Riddler's taping the guy's head, I'm like... 
wait, who who's doing this? Who's <laughs> Batman? Mm-hmm. What what, you, yeah. what did you get into Alfred's wine or something? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. But well, first of all, I think this shows that Riddler will be the main villain compared yeah. to Catwoman or Penguin. Yeah, I no, I definitely I think it's a I think it's Riddler. Yeah, and the version of Riddler that they have looks so cool. He almost feels like a loner Unibomb type. Yeah. But he yeah. still thought, feels like the Riddler. I know, it really seemed like su- such an interesting take, really. Um, and we, I think that's Falcone we see in the trailer, too. The guy with the glasses and the beard. Yeah. And it feels like a, just a guy... Obs- it feels like the Riddler is obsessed with Batman, kind of like yeah. Joker was in The Dark Knight. Yeah. We also heard Andy Serkis as Alfred, and boy, did he sound great as Alfred. I didn't even pick up on that, but oh um, yeah, of all of them, awesome. he reminds me of Sean Pertwee from Gotham. Yeah. That's the one he most reminds me of. We had who's the guy who plays Gordon? Is it Jeffrey Wright? Is that the guy's name? I I don't know. Let me see. I should check. Oh, right, yeah. I, I recognize that. Jeffrey Wright, yes, as James Gordon. I think... Okay, it says he's commissioner, so I was assuming he was commissioner because he's more m- middle-aged than... Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's 54, so yeah, he's commissioner, Gordon, it says on Wikipedia. Yeah. And, like... We saw Batman like with the riddle. He's looking at the riddle. Oh, that looks awesome. Yeah. Now let's talk about Batman himself. Oh, let's also talk about Penguin. Penguin looks really good. I did not recognize that was Bullseye from Daredevil. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we also saw Catwoman, who Zoe Kravitz looks like she'll do mm-hmm. a great job. Not a big fan of her costume compared to the others, but I. I'm assuming it's more of a, well, she's starting now. Eventually, it will yeah. look better. My intuitive feeling was that this is like Catwoman just starting out. Yeah. So we we talked about all of them. Man, did the Batmobile look really cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's talk about Batman. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw those set photos of the suit, and it did not look very good. But in context, in the movie, the suit looks great. Yeah, I it really the suit does look like awesome. a combination of Keaton and Bales from The Dark Knight. Yeah, it. I think I've seen a lot of people comment about how it reminds them of the suit from the Arkham Knight game, mm-hmm. which I agree with. And probably the moment, you know, I've always said I, I'm I stand by this now. Whenever you have a Batman casting people complain about, be excited. It's when they don't complain you should be concerned. (laughs) Because, now look, we we even talked about like the day before the trailer, man, it's too bad Ben Affleck won't be in the Batman. Yeah. But when you had the guy say, hey, who are you? And Batman just fights him and then goes, I'm vengeance. And you hear Robert Pattinson's Batman voice. I was like, okay. Yeah. You bought me, Robert Pattinson is Batman, and I, yeah. I, I'm all in. And yeah. so, I think this was honestly one of the best trailers I've ever seen. 
And I think it looks great. It has a great tone, great just look to it. So, what do you think about the trailer? I wow, this this trailer wowed <laughs> yeah. me. Um, I mean, yeah, I I I since day one of the announcement, I would have defended uh, the choice of Robert Pattinson because I felt like I could just see it. And in this trailer, I literally saw it. It, it was like, um, better than I imagined it. Um, I like it just seems like it it's shot so well like it just looks so great and so wonderfully creepy and in, in a in ways that um sort of like like that we know that batman can be like in the dark knight um so you see a lot of that influence um uh i don't know like i i think i was i don't know why i was surprised like it, we got it just feels like there's so much more than i expected to see in this trailer like it felt like it didn't show too much but it just like it just sold me in all the right ways giving you just enough of everything but um i yeah i would also say probably one of my favorite trailers i've <laughs> i've ever seen too like uh i haven't been this hyped for uh, a batman movie in a long time probably not since the dark knight all right so was there anything for now we we love the trailer. Now, I've yeah. gotten to the point where I have a daily routine of first thing I do when I wake up and the last thing I do before I go to bed <laughs> is watch this trailer. Yeah. Was there anything you didn't like? Because if we want to get like nitpicky, there was one thing I was just like, eh. I was not a fan of him taking off the mask and still having the black eye makeup. Because oh, I'm just um, like, well, in the movies... That's not really... He's not really wearing eye makeup. It's just supposed to be the shadow because it looks better. Right. I mean, I uh, I think it adds I a mean, little I bit of realism it, but that I'm I like, don't mind. I don't like... I'm just like, whatever. I think it, I think it looks kind of cool. I don't know. <laughs> um, it wasn't... It's maybe... It could be a little overly realistic. Like, because they probably... They probably have to. They probably do that to the bat, the Batman actors who are in the costume. I would guess, but I don't know. It adds a shred of realism, I guess. Yeah, but that was really the only complaint. Cause wow, I mean, this, it, I mean the the big thing I have to say is like it's clearly new, but it feels so classic. Yeah. I think that's really what Batman and Batman needed for a while. It's like there's so much potential for just a really good just solo Batman movie. There's so many good story opportunities. There's so many ways to make it feel classic, but you just kind of have to do it. <laughs> oh. Did you s- There was one other thing that bothered me in the trailer. It's probably oh. the biggest thing that bothered me. Really? Yes. Makes me concerned for the whole movie, actually. Oh. At the end of the trailer, it says 2021. But the zero, the zeros are question marks. Yeah. 
or the the twos are question marks. Um, oh wait, what was it? Yes, the two are question marks. Yeah, there's only one zero. Yeah, yeah. You think it'll make 2021, or is that a hey guys? We don't really know. Twenty? It's not 2021. It's 2021. Well, at when I first saw it, what I thought was like, okay, so they don't know if it's actually coming out in. I mean, it's clearly a reference to the Riddler. Yeah, that's. But then I was like, I th- I think that it's just a reference to the Riddler, but it was kind of a little poorly done because of the fact that now everyone's wondering if it's actually going to come out. In I saw someone online say the most honest release date was with the <laughs> yeah. question marks. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, it will be released in 2021 because it's it's not like it's has a lot of CGI because it's Batman. Yeah, I I think it could be late 2021 would be my I guess. I mean, the actually, date but... is October 1st. Yeah, I mean, if filming is already done, like you said, there's not a lot. Of, I I think it will. Let's see. Well, they only got two months into filming, it sounds like. Oh, so they have to finish some filming. Yeah, it's gonna. it says it's going to start in early September in London, England. Got it. So maybe... Because they maybe took care of the virus, of... it sounds like. Oh, yeah, if they're going somewhere else. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm so glad my CW shows are Canadian. Yeah. The entire... Oh, yeah. That... Um, wow, can... Uh, television and movies and all, everywhere else in the world are going to be taking over the globe yes um i'm so glad it's in england now yeah they were like they really need to set up a new hollywood in like vancouver or something (laughs) so now there was also some information that came out about the batman besides just that awesome trailer which i promise you i will watch multiple times when we're done with this recording (laughs) and one of them was that Batman in this movie is in year two of his career. So yeah. he's been Batman for a year. So uh-huh. it does get me more excited because compared to like Christian Bale's Batman, mm-hmm. he was just starting out. And even like in The Dark Knight, Joker talks about, you know, a year ago we didn't have this problem. So he hasn't been Batman for a full year yet. Yeah. So having to say in year two makes it so that he's been Batman. He's a young Batman, but he's more. He knows more of what he's doing. He's a more confident Batman, yeah. more classic Batman. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like that, I to me helps it a lot. Feel more classic because we've seen Batman's origin uh, very recently, uh, or feels very recent. But um, I. I feel like if, like if you're just having this one standalone movie to to make it another origin story isn't the way to go and I think that it's also like a maybe a a, a part of the timeline of Batman that would maybe feel most classic like s- still young uh um but knows what he's doing <laughs> and it also goes back to like how he's been Batman for a while and now we're seeing the transition from the gangsters to the supervillains like Riddler, Penguin, Catwoman. Yeah. So, I'm 
the news that taking place in year one, in year two does get me very excited because, like, when Gordon shows a riddle to Batman, it just it it feels so classic. That's what I like about yeah. it. Yeah, it honestly feels the most classic since the Burton Schumacher days. Yeah, I, I I would agree. All right, and also, we finally did get confirmation that. The Batman is set outside of the DCEU, which for me, I'm glad because I think that whatever happens, you know, I'd love for Ben Affleck to come back, love for Keaton to stay on and continue, but whatever. The thing that makes a movie great isn't that it's connected, which is what some Mm -hmm. Marvel fans need to learn. Oh, X-Men Days of Future Past is crap because it's not connected to the Avengers. No. (laughs) It, what makes a movie great is making a great movie. I don't want a movie like I wouldn't want the Batman wasted setting up a Green Arrow or yeah movie, movie or something or an Outsiders movie. And look, yeah. nothing says you can't cross them over later. Yeah, <clears throat> but at least the at least planning to make it standalone. Like to me, it's going to be so refreshing to just have. A superhero movie that really just stands on its own even if they were to continue with it later yeah it's um, just they're focusing just the on their story not way. saying up yeah. other stuff yeah <clears throat> yeah i really hope that this goes the route of the i really l- miss the days of like batman re- like batman and batman returns right that's a sequel but Batman mm. is its own self-contained story. It's not building up to Batman Returns. Batman Returns isn't paying off what happened in Batman 89. It's just a new standalone story that continues with the character. And I would yeah. that's what I hope happens with the Matt Reeves Batman movies. Yeah. Yeah, same. So, yeah, so separate from the DCEU which uh, probably for the best that it ju- just focus on making a great Batman movie. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, man, does it look so good? It does. All right. So, next story we have is there's a new DC live action movie in development. In development. So, mm-hmm. it might not happen. Yeah. But Static Shock. Now, a lot of people probably most people know stack shock from the animated series that aired in the early 2000s on kids wb Mm -hmm. so that was a show that was it was very good in fact i rewatched season one it dealt with some very heavy issues like there's one episode where static realizes that his friend dad his friend his friend's dad is a racist and it's like confronting stuff like that oh it really did deal with some big issues but at the same time you also had a few episodes where he met batman voiced by kevin conroy <gasps> <laughs> wow. that's that's why um i own season two was the first one i got because that was the first batman episode was season yeah. two so stack shock I really like the character. They have him right now on the Young Justice cartoon. So I don't know a lot about him, except he was created by the late, great Dwayne McDuffie, 
who did a great job on the Justice League television series. He wrote a lot of great episodes of that. I think he was one of the main producers. Yeah, he was one of the main producers. So, mm-hmm. great to see something Dwayne McDuffie created continue. Uh, it's, yeah. it's too bad he's not around to see what, what could happen with his character. But do you know anything about Static Shock? Not really and i i had never watched that show um on the wb so um you should watch the batman one there's it's so good all right yeah i wasn't uh really familiar with this character at all but should be interesting they've got two episodes with just batman two with the justice league which has batman flash martian manhunter and hawk girl one where he meets Superman, and one where he travels to the future and meets Batman Beyond. And there's also oh, one wow. where he meets the John Stewart Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, a lot of great stuff. Check out that Justice, the uh, Static Shock animated show. Some good stuff. So. Cool. Well, I guess I can introduce the next one, because it's for a show that you haven't watched. Yeah, yeah sure. All right. So, Titans is coming back for Season 3, this time on HBO Max, because it sounds like the DC Universe streaming service is dead. Yeah. Dead, dead, dead. Mm-hmm. Which I'm excited, because I can actually watch the show when it, when it premieres, instead yeah. of just waiting for the DVD. Yeah. So, I really liked Season 2. I thought I I liked it more than season one. I thought they did a great job of the Cadmus storyline, the Deathstroke storyline, and we had Bruce Wayne come on to the show, which is oh yes, Ian Glenn is such a great Bruce Wayne. <laughs> so we did get some news, some Batman heavy news for Titan season three. So, the first thing is one that I'd heard earlier is that Barbara Gordon, Batgirl herself, maybe not Batgirl, maybe she will be Oracle, but mm-hmm. Barbara Gordon is going to be on Titans Season 3. Also, uh, this wasn't announced there, but it's been announced earlier, Bruce Wayne will be coming back for Season 3. Cool. So, we have Barbara Gordon in there. So, when you look at this show... First time in live action since 1997, we've had the Bat Family together again. Yeah. We've had the terrific trio, as they called it, on the Adam West Batman show. And we also have Red Hood is going to be on the show. So at the end of last season, Jason kind of left the team. Mm -hmm. Jason Todd left the team. And it sounds like he'll be coming back as Red Hood. So maybe between seasons he died. So that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Red Hood is a great storyline. And this was something I thought was cool. The team is going to relocate to Gotham City. Which hopefully means Bruce will be in like every episode. One can hope. Yeah. And in this season, they're going to introduce... A new version of Jonathan Crane, aka the Scarecrow, who is a villain I've been wanting to see again because, like Batman, I like Batman Begins a lot. Not a big fan of the role he had in Batman Begins. He was kind of just 
I mean, really, it was Rachel Ghoul was the villain. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to see more of like a Scarecrow story, but Scarecrow is going to be in Titans season three. So I'm excited for it. Sounds like a very Batman type season, which is what I'm all about. Yeah. Especially moving to Gotham City, which please, let's have Bruce in 13 out of 13 episodes. I would love that. <laughs> so, you haven't watched Titans, so what are your thoughts about, is going more Batman the right decision? I almost think so, because you're going to a new network, introducing mm-hmm. its new fans. What is the one thing people will know about? Like, Titans, your lead is Nightwing. So what can you do? Add more Batman stuff. Yeah. That's the thing people are most familiar with. So what are your thoughts on it? Uh, it, I mean, it it would make it seem more familiar to me, too. So I think it's a a pretty good choice. And, like, Gotham just ended, right? So, I mean... um, I think they weren't allowed to use Bruce in Season 1 because Gotham was happening. So I think once... Gotham ended, then they were allowed to use Bruce. That's yeah, just my I think, guess. I mean, I think it's a, a good time for audiences, too, then. It, it could um, maybe uh, bring people who had seen Gotham but not Titans into the show. But um, I also like how... I mean, it feels classic, but we are getting a younger Batman in the Batman. I really yeah. like how at least on TV, we're getting something different. We're getting, like, an older Batman who has the Bat family with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, and even the show, like, he, because he's more experienced, he can, like, be more of a mentor to Robin or mm-hmm. Nightwing now. Yeah, I like to see a lot of these different versions. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm excited for Titans Season 3. So, a lot of great stuff. All right. Cool. Now you can introduce this next topic, yeah. but did you find it? <clears throat> yeah, this next one I did. I did take a look at it. What, this next topic is there is uh, some pretty cool concept art uh, from the Flash for the Flash uh, with Keaton Flash movie. Ba- we should probably say yeah, Flash the, movie. Yeah, there's concept art for the Flash movie that you can take a look at with Keaton Batman. So it's kind of a little glimpse at what we're, we might see in that movie. Yes. Um, just concept art, but very... Um, usually when I think of concept art, I think of a little bit more scratch. Like, this is really detailed, like, um, beautiful concept art. It looks really cool. Yeah, I thought that the Flash's costume looks a lot better than the one he had in Justice League. Mm-hmm. And when you look, man, that is Keaton's suit right there. Yeah. I mean, it just yeah, it looks is. like... It looks like fan art, like, from 1989. Like, it looks exactly like... He's got the yellow oval. Yeah. And I think it, it looks like it's the same logo. Yep. At least in the concept art, it's the logo from Batman 1989, which is the more fam- famous of the two. Yeah. So no, I, it's really, I thought it looked it's, great. It's really cool to see um, that they're kind of, you know, really going for the, like, yeah, it's the suit. It's, it's really cool. 
Yeah, so, uh, well, we talked about it a little bit. What are your, th- it sounds like it is confirmed. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, now that we know it's going to happen, your thoughts about Keaton coming, um, coming back for this Flash movie? Um, no, I think that, I think it, um, I mean, we talked, like, last episode, like, I think it's a really cool idea to, um, have a way to sort of usher in Keaton in this sort of mentor role. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, I think it could really work. I think it, it has more potential to me to work than, like, crisis where it might just feel like uh, a bunch of cameos I I think that from what it looks like this is gonna be a a really good um, uh, storyline that he's gonna be used for at least that's the hope so now we know that Robert Pattinson's Batman is outside of the DCEU yeah do you th- does that like kind of raise your thought about like maybe it does make it more true that Warner Brothers wants to have Michael Keaton in the Nick Fury type role as Bruce Wayne? Yeah, that's um uh that is one of the the fact that it was announced that the Batman is separate from the DCEU is kind of the thing that makes me think something like that could happen. Um, otherwise, I think I would have expected it to be connected uh, with Robert Pattinson's more. But. Yeah, I think that the announcement that Pattinson is out of the DCU, I think, I believe more in the idea that he'll continue in the DCEU, Keaton will. Which mm-hmm. makes me more optimistic, because if it was just a one-time thing, I wouldn't want it to happen. But there are plans for him to be in more movies, where he'll be the real Batman going forward. I would look forward to that. Yeah. Yes. So that's pretty much all we have for the concept art. Alright, so... yeah. Let's talk about Aquaman. Let's. King of the Sea himself. Well, Seven Seas, I guess. Aquaman himself. Going to be in a... We have Aquaman 2 coming. Yes. Now, they talked about how Ocean Master, the villain from the first one, will be returning in Aquaman 2. Oh, cool. And that the movie will be more serious than the first one. Yeah. Now, for me, easily, well, I haven't seen Shazam. Aquaman is the worst of the DCEU movies. It just, it had no idea what it was trying to be. The jokes were so bad. It is way longer than it should have been, even at two and a half hour runtime. The plot was lame. It was anticlimactic. I did not like Aquaman. Yeah. But... I can give them a little bit of a pass knowing the context of when Aquaman was being filmed. Because you got to mm-hmm. remember, while Aquaman was being filmed, 
Everyone hated Batman versus Superman. Justice League had fallen apart. The guy whose vision they had entrusted was fired. Batman, the main star Batman, was wanted out of the cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Everything was chaos. And I felt, of all of them, it showed most an Aquaman. Of It didn't know what it wanted to be. And I thought the movie was bad. But... Hearing that will be more serious does give me more hope. Because, man, there are so many moments. It, it, honestly, it feels like a Star Wars... Pre- it feels like the Phantom Menace that movie does. It's just... Yeah. It's rough to sit through. Like, it, I yeah. I tried rewatching it recently, and it, I wanted to quit mm. so much. Like, I did not like Aquaman. So, yeah. And I thought... <laughs> Ocean Master... I can barely remember what he did in the movie because he's barely in it. It his role was bad. I thought he was bad in the movie. The character was right, but maybe they can kind of put put it back on track because yeah, I can kind of give him a pass on this first one. I can't do that for this. If it's as bad as that first one was, then. You gotta scrap this Aquaman thing. I am yeah. honestly shocked it made a billion. Of all the DC movies, it was the first one to make a billion dollars, which just shocks me. Right. That that is that is strange, but um, uh, but yeah, I mean, certainly it. If it's not, if the second one isn't good, it certainly should be the end of it. But but I I do remain hopeful. Maybe they can kind of reboot and get it on track to where I, I'm mm-hmm. hopeful for the second one. As it, It's more serious. If Ocean Master is coming back, give him at least something to do besides just hugging his mom at the end, who I wish had stayed dead because that's more interesting, but whatever. So, what are your thoughts on Aquaman 2? I'm hopeful, but at the same time I, I really did not like the first one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I'm excited for this either. I mean, I to me, I guess how I felt about Aquaman one, like, um, I uh, like to me, it seemed like such a mess of a movie that I somehow kind of enjoyed anyway. <laughs> but it was just so clearly, like it, like you said, like it, there was something Phantom Menacey. Uh, where I, I thought there was... Especially underwater. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say. Like, they'd have to have a lot of different factors to create something truly feeling separate from that. Um, um, it might... Like, even if it's better, I, I don't know that it's going to make it a great franchise or anything. So this is another one I'm just... You know, we got Wonder Woman and Batman coming up. I'm, <laughs> I'm not waiting for this really. You know what? Since you mentioned it, we've got Wonder Woman. Because I'm, I'm assuming we're done talking about Aquaman. We yeah. got Wonder Woman 1984 this year. Apparently, we've got Batman coming out next year. The mm-hmm. Flash, the movie after that. Say what you want about DC. What they did with the DCEU, 
the Snyderverse, whatever. Yeah. If they get all three of these movies good, DC is going to be in a position we've never seen before. Like, yeah, if they get... I, they are they really lined up back. to have something really... Like, a golden era, basically. Yeah. I th- if they play this right, and it seems like they are, there could even be a switch. There could even be, like, people are like, well, we had our time with... We liked... Audiences generally, like, we liked the Marvel movies, but that seems over now. The Now DC movies are good. We could see that. If they get all three... Because right now, people feel like... Like, right now, DC and Marvel are kind of in a starting over phase. Yeah. If, D- if DC gets these three right... Whatever you think about who's ahead, DC or Marvel, like if Marvel keeps putting out movies people like, let's say the the momentum keeps going. If DC gets these three right, they're caught up. They will officially caught up. They have three movies that if they get them right, it will change the game. And there's yeah. rumors about like, would they do a Superman movie? It it. They get these three right, and they do a Superman movie afterwards. Yeah. But let, just focusing on these three, this this is the most exciting lineup they've had since they announced the slate they did before Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. This, for the first time, feels like a plan. I mean, yeah, it does, we're it also coming like off a of Joker. Joker was last year, Wonder Woman 2020, yeah, right. Batman, and then Flash. Four movies. I yeah, I think I think like r- truly if I it might only take if if Wonder Woman 1984 is like really good and gets a lot of buzz critical and otherwise that I think people it might only take that for people to have a moment of Anyone else realize that well, DC movies have been really good? Remember, <laughs> Wonder Woman, the first one was big, but people were still not interested in Justice League. Right. But like, look at the lineup. Mm. You got Batman. Like, uh, those two, they are in a good spot. They get those two. But they get yeah. Flash as well Definitely. with Keaton and Affleck. Yes. It will be a game changer. Yeah, I think so too. That's one of the most exciting things about all, all of these announcements is like what it means. And like they're the so future. like it's not like like they're just haphazard throwing together plans. Like these are concrete plans. Like Flash when everything gets back to normal, we'll start filming. Yeah. Batman started filming. It just feels like we're like we had the DCU fall apart we're we've been mm-hmm. in this kind of weird transition phase with aquaman birds of prey yeah but this feels like we're on the verge of something really special like wonder yeah. Woman's gonna kick off a very special era for dc we can really hope and at one point in this podcast we were talking about like the dcu is dead and <laughs> yes it just seems like they kind of they kind of just refresh themselves really worked out they they, they started over focused on making great movies and if they're all if these three are great it will pay it off and we're already 
I mean, no one really saw Birds of Prey. We're coming off. We have Joker. They get these three right. That's four. Plus, I mean, Suicide Squad is not going to be a big hit like Batman or Wonder Woman. But still, they get that one right. That's five. Yeah. So, I think I think we're on the verge of like a golden era for DC. Yeah. No, I think I think so too. I think. Um... Really, even if some of, even if some of, like, I think really all it needs is just the main one. Like, as long as Wonder Woman, the Batman are good, um, and, I mean, probably a couple, like, that's really the, the, what it weighs on the most, but the fact that they seem so likely to be good. Yeah, um, like, if Flash is bad... It'll hurt a little, but it won't derail Wonder Woman and Batman. Yeah, I think if as long as those are good, and I, another thing, like another thing that will really cement it, like if if fans generally think that the the Snyder cut is like this is this feels like a, such an improvement to me, and um, that sort of fan energy could probably I don't extend know. out to the. Um, I saw some I, reactions to the Snyder Cut trailer. It was like we were back in 2016. Like, Oh, really? Are people not excited? I or? mean... It's just... Wherever you want to sit... Look, I like Batman vs. Superman. I like Zack Snyder. But his vision killed the franchise. Yeah. It just did. I'm excited for the Snyder Cut. Yeah. But be prepared. A lot of people are not going to like it. Well, luckily that's just, it's, it's not... It's just the way yeah. it is. L- luckily it's not... Um, and, like, that's like a like revisit a, of the past. major release. Yeah. yeah. It's and, like, not going to affect... I get, it's not going to affect... Like, that's also... If it's bad and people don't like it, it's not going to affect this trajectory either. Yeah, like, the Snyder Cut is a vision to an era that is over now. Yeah. It, it, and it will be like the final chap. It will be the final chapter, and like Flash is kind of an epilogue with Ben Affleck, but yeah. the Snyder Cut is going to be a final chapter of an era. And I, I do think that on HBO Max, where fans are going to watch it, versus F, like not as many people are going to come to see the Snyder Cut as like Batman versus Superman. So it's going to yeah. be more people who like Zack Snyder who watch the Snyder Cut. So it, it will have a better reception to the fans because the ones checking out are the ones who already yeah. like what Snyder did. Well, yeah, that, that's what I was kind of getting at is that it feels like it's for the right audience that it will be received by the people who watch it better than wider audiences. Yeah. Um, so that's a positive. But I don't think it'll affect this trajectory of a new golden age or something. Yeah. So cuz we've never really had it where there were two uh successful DC franchises at one time. You mm-hmm. had Christopher Reeve's Superman, the Burton Schumacher Batmans, the Nolan Batman, Wonder Woman, Joker's just a one shot. Yeah. But they get man, it will be ex- 2023 when we look back will be very exciting 
Yeah. We'll be like, what did happen? Because. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. We could be talking about it the way people were talking about the golden age of the MCU. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, it's kind of all accumulated in the perfect way. I mean, having a great, a, a great follow-up to what is generally the most beloved, I would say, DC EU movie in Wonder Woman 2. And then not too far off from that, with hopefully within a year or a year and a half away, getting a standalone Batman movie, which would be probably the the hero to get the most people excited. Um it's just it's good timing to set up for really great momentum. Yes, very exciting. All right, so what is the yeah. next one? Yeah, so we've got two more uh, topics yes. to bring up. Did you uh, want to introduce... I think I did the last one, so did you want to introduce yeah. this story? Um, yes, let's... Uh, I will... Okay, so this next one is another uh, video game announcement. Um, the first one, I think we... The first one was from the Gotham Knights was from the Arkham Origins people. This is from the Arkham Knight people. Do I have that correct now? Yeah, they, <laughs> they did the Kevin Conroy Arkham game, so Asylum, yeah. City, and Knight. All right. Um, so this is a uh, Suicide Squad game. Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Is that officially the full title, or is it... Um, <laughs> um, that is, anyway. that is the t- Suicide Squad colon kill the Justice League. Got it. Um, so yes, there's a trailer for this game, uh, coming up. Looks like, looks like it's going to be a fully next-gen game. I see it's, uh, it's going to be out on PC, but also PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series 1, which is not a, or not Series 1, Xbox Series X. They have bad console names. Um... I mean, visually, looks really. I know it's a, it's a cutscene trailer, but visually looks very good. Um, but as far as I can tell, the the premise seems to be the the Suicide Squad is um, hired on some kind of mission. That, of course, at the end of the trailer, um, they find that they have been hired to kill Superman who looks um a, a bit a bit possessed I guess I'll say yes <laughs> so okay so that was Brainiac in the beginning of the trailer so yeah 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 for me even though this is from what I've read, it's separate from the Arkham universe. Mm-hmm. But this did a great job of what the Arkham games did with Batman. It basically was combine the best, basically take the animated versions and add out the best elements of the movies. And this felt yeah. like that. It took like the best elements of the Suicide Squad movie 
took a lot of influence from the like animated versions that we've seen and smashed them together to make something really good. Yeah. I think this looks really good. I'm looking at, to get more of an idea of gameplay, because this trailer really didn't show anything like that. No, it was just uh, short, basically. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised to see it's it's kind of similar. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is in the continuity of the Batman Arkham series. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, And also, it seems like it's going to be a similar... I almost wonder if it's going to feel in any way like a companion game because, like, it's also, like, this action-adventure game, but it's also open-world but based on Metropolis. So that's kind of interesting that Gotham Knights is going to be open-world in Gotham and (laughs) Suicide Squad is going to be open-world in Metropolis. That is pretty cool. If you're going to make video games based into... Uh, superhero realms you'd want to do that yeah so I think that the the scene we saw that they showed did a great job of showing the relationship between the main characters Harley Deadshot King Shark and Captain Boomerang and of like I read those are going to be the four characters you play as, and that's a great lineup. That, to me, is like classic Suicide Squad. Yeah. I, it seemed pretty classic to me as well. Yeah, so... I think... What do you think about the idea of they kill the Justice League? I'll say, I think that is a very interesting... I It's almost... It's, it's cool because is there a bigger way to raise the stakes than hey yeah you have to stop Superman Wonder Woman and the Flash <laughs> yeah no, I think they presented that in the trailer as well because they are kind of there's kind of a like oh they're on some hit they're on some mission and who do we have to kill Superman <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's raises the stakes in such an unexpected way. Yeah, so on Rocksteady, they have a great... They've done a great job with DC properties. Yeah. And I I looked online, and I did have it confirmed that Tara Strong, or Tara Strong, is going to be reprising her role as Harley Quinn from Arkham City and Arkham Knight. So Tara Strong is always always great. She was also Batgirl in Batman the Animated Series. yeah. Yeah, no, I've I've heard her voice in so many things. (laughs) Yes. So, I was on the edge of my seat, hoping for something. Were you? Yes. Unfortunately, Superman didn't speak in this trailer. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you, because of, like, how we have Tara Strong coming back, do you think, and send the same universe as Arkham Asylum. Do you think we'll have George Newbern and Susan Eisenberg from the Justice League cartoon voicing Superman and Wonder Woman in here? Mm. They are already showing to be reprising some roles, so... Um... That would be really cool. Um... Um, do you, 
it would be interesting like uh it would be an interest i think it would be interesting to have uh familiar voices for these characters especially if they're going to like speak and be like evil versions um and we know at the end they're going voice. to you'll probably yeah. you'll probably be teaming up with them to stop brainiac yeah definitely but um uh just in the interim before that happens to to have familiar voices would make that extra creepy almost all right this is the one i've been waiting to ask send right. the arkham universe Terra strong is coming back yep I mean, we don't know for sure. But can we pretty much come to the conclusion that Kevin Conroy will be back as Batman? Oh. <laughs> I I think it's pretty safe to say. Yes. Oh, Kevin Conroy I, will be back. Yeah. They haven't said I, it, but I know it. I feel it in my heart. I, I I feel it too. That only makes sense. Yes. So, yeah, it looks like a very interesting premise. It's great that Rocksteady is going to be doing another DC thing. Yeah. Yes, there we go. All right. So, the one more topic. One more topic, one. topic, and then we'll wrap up with our beloved rabbit hole. <laughs> All right. So, All right, bring so, us into the next topic. Final topic. Now, at the end of of Comic Con, we always find out what the next DC animated movies will be. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Didn't happen this year, but they did this time. DC animated movies. The next one to come out will be that is coming out in a few weeks. It's already been out on digital. Superman: Man of Tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah. Which there have been some reviews that came out for it. Everyone's talking about how great it is. It's like the origin of Superman, but still everyone's talking about how great this this Superman Man Tomorrow movie is. Oh, yeah. Okay. And we also have the Batman Death in the Family interactive movie with Bruce Greenwood and John DiMaggio back as Batman Joker. Mm-hmm. But we did find what the next DC animated movies will be. Yep. <clears throat> First one up is Batman, Soul of the Dragon. The thing that sticks out to me about this movie is that this one will be produced by the man, the myth, the legend, Bruce Timm. So obviously that is the one I'm most looking forward to. And this is a great slate they have, but Bruce Timm being involved makes me more excited. So Mm -hmm. it sounds like it's going to be an original movie that has a lot of influence from movies of the... 1970s. Mm-hmm. So, um, according to the premise, it's an original story featuring Batman reuniting with his former classmates to face an enemy from his past. So, besides Batman, we also have Richard Dragon appearing, who was a villain on Arrow. We have Lady Shiva, Bronze Tiger voiced by Michael J. White, who played the role on Arrow. Oh, yeah. Sensei, and the and the character Cobra. So, I mean, of all of them, Bronze Tiger is the one I'm looking forward the most to seeing with 
Batman. It's directed by Sam Liu, who's done a great job directing a lot of these DC anime movies. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't say it will be set in the 1970s, but it sounds like it will have a lot of 1970s influence. Mm-hmm. That's cool. We're also going to get Justice Society, World War II. So, not Justice League, Justice Society. Yeah. These are characters who were created during World War II, but didn't transition over like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. You had yeah. the Flash, but he wasn't the Barry Allen Flash that we all know. He was yeah. the Jay Garrick Flash who had like the Hermie-style helmet with the wings on top. Yeah. We had the Alan Scott Green Lantern, who, for some reason, his suit was red and purple. I don't understand why a Green Lantern suit would be red and purple, but it is what it is. I guess so. So, Justice Society, I really like these characters. I hope Jay Garrick's Flash is in there. Yeah. And it's basically just a movie set during World War II. Right. So, that sounds really cool. I would love for like the, I would love for a World War II style of Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman to show up, but I'm assuming they'll just have the Justice Society. Yeah. Although who knows, they could make cameos. Yeah, I can hope. (laughs) Then came the big one, the big one. You know when they did Batman Year One in 2011. I I ever since that I've been waiting for this one. It is one of my favorite comic storylines. They are adapting Batman The Long Halloween. And it's going to be done in a two-part movie. So this comic, The Long Halloween by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, was basically the Bible for The Dark Knight for Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Like, The Dark Knight is basically The Long Halloween, the movie. This movie is about Batman, Gordon, and Dent coming together to stop the rise of the super criminals, all while trying to stop this serial killer who attacks on holidays. And it is one of my favorite comics. I'm so excited that they're going to do it. And it's going to be a two-parter. So you don't have to worry about a lot of the... Because it's a very thick comic. It's 13 issues. So you don't have to worry about a lot of stuff being cut out. So... Mm -hmm. Two movies plus Batman Year One, nice Batman trilogy right there. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. So you you don't watch a lot of the DC anime movies. So what are your thoughts on this upcoming lineup and what sticks out to you? Um, well, I'd say probably the only one that really stuck out to me was definitely the Long Halloween. Like even though. <clears throat> Uh, like, just from being, like, generally aware of comic storylines, I know looking at that that that's a big deal, that an, an animated adaption of The Long Halloween is going to be a big deal. So that's definitely the one that, if I were to tip my toe and, and watch one of these, that's the one I would be most excited to watch. Um and it's also one of the, like, I, I would basically say, like, in terms of, like, thinking about going and, and again, this is part of being vaguely aware of uh, well-liked comic storylines, but 
year one long halloween and um court of owls are probably the top batman comics i am looking to read soon if you read uh long halloween you should read its sequel dark victory oh okay which is the origin of robin oh so you'll have like a trilogy of yeah batman the rise of the villains and then robin good yeah also hush that's also by jeff loeb oh yeah so jeff loeb trilogy of long halloween dark victory and hush that's pretty cool so yeah so i think this needs to be asked we have to ask it every time there's an animated announcement so they announced the cast for the first one the batman soul of the dragon Mm-hmm. And Batman will be voiced by David Guintali. I am so sorry, David. <laughs> Who is married to Elizabeth Tullock, who is Lois Lane in the upcoming Superman Lois show. Oh. <laughs> so, he's in, when we look at Long Halloween, it has to be asked... You think Kevin Conroy will be in it? I knew that was about to be the question. <laughs> um, if he's not in the other one, what better one for him to be in than The Long Halloween? Yeah, so... I... don't know if he will be in the long Halloween but oh my god if he is and you get Mark Hamill as Joker oh that'd be so cool <laughs> yeah yeah especially with with what I assume to be such a Joker centric story um, well it's like all the villains but Joker yeah. ha- Joker is the one who got two issues no but <clears throat> yeah he's the he most of them appear in one issue and then the finale Joker had two of his own, so... Ah. Oh, and they were very good. Like, each issue takes place around a holiday. So, issue one is Halloween. Two is Thanksgiving. Three is Christmas and New Year's, and Joker's in those. That's a really cool concept. Remember the comic that was in the Batman Begins DVD? Oh, right, yeah. The Long Halloween is one of the issues in there. The first issue is in there. Oh, Huh. So there you go. No more excuses. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I don't think he will be in the long Halloween. I think they'll probably do, like, the stunt casting thing. But, oh, my God. One of the best storylines ever. What better way to do it than to get the best Batman actor ever to be in it? I mean, that's what I was thinking, but, you know... um... All right, well, I. So, shall we conclude this with some rabbit hole? Yes, let's wrap it up and rabbit hole it up to close us out. All right. <clears throat> Let me bring up the list. Boy, man, first of all, we got to say this. What an event DC fandom was. Like, I mean, honestly, this thing did not disappoint. Yeah. And they split it up exciting. into two days. Could you imagine if they had done both days? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. What do you th- now? I'm pretty sure that the Ben Affleck thing was supposed to be announced at DC Fandom. 
Yeah. What do you think would have been the bigger story, Affleck or the Batman trailer? Because I'll be, I, I don't know. Maybe the Batman trailer because it's something you watch. Yeah. Versus just news, but I mean, either way, Batman, Batman's future one. But yeah, no, I yeah, I think well, it might just be my own personal excitement, but I think the Batman trailer is the big headline. Yeah. Oh, that that trailer looks so good. Yeah. This suit looks so much better than I thought it would, too. Like, the set yeah. pictures, it looks really bad. I had completely forgotten that we had discussed it not looking good in the set pictures. It just, I was loving it in the trailer. Yeah, it looks great in the trailer. All right. In terms of DC, what is, like, a movie or TV show, something you didn't like, but if they had to do a sequel to it, you'd be curious? Hmm. Actually, I I might actually say Suicide Squad. I mean, I'm not that excited for the James Gunn one, but like I said, I think it's a really cool like concept. Like I like the Suicide Squad as a concept. Um but I just didn't like the movie. So it's like I don't like that, but you could sell me on Suicide Squad. It's basically what I'm saying. So, like, impress me. <laughs> if, if if it's not good, do it for me. You know what? For mine. Yeah. I, because of how much I disliked Crisis on Infinite Earths, it made me reread the comic. Well, read the comic for the first time. Yeah. And I love the comic. So then I decided to keep the adventure going and read its sequel, Infinite Crisis, by Jeff Johns. Yeah. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but if they were to announce an Infinite Crisis on the CW, I'd say go for it. Wow. Because <laughs> here's the big thing. Cri- so basically the story is this. like The big trinity, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman... I've turned against each other. They have no longer believe are no longer believing in each other. Yeah. And the villains have all teamed up and are wrecking havoc on the city. Unlike Crisis, which was like every DC hero ever, there's only one guest star oh. in Infinite Crisis. And it's the Golden Age era Superman from the 30s ah. and 40s. Who, you could give that role to Brandon Routh, who was by far everyone's favorite guest star. Mm-hmm. And it's about how, in Crisis on Infinite Earths, it's complicated. I'm going to try to keep it as simple as possible, people, okay? <laughs> Imagine there were two Earths, okay? Earth 1, Earth 2. Earth 1, this is Christopher Reeve Superman, okay? No, Earth 2 is Christopher Reeve Superman. Earth 1 is Tom Welling Superman. So, multiverse is destroyed. Earth 2, gone. And Christopher Reeve Superman saves the day and gets to live in a paradise thing with Lois. And a good version of Lex Luthor and a version of Superboy. Mm-hmm. So then there's this Earth that Tom Welling lived on, which is being rebooted into Henry Cavill. Yeah. And... The Golden Age Superman looks at what is going on, how the heroes have turned against each other, and it's just like, we saved the wrong Earth. 
So he's going to try to bring back his Earth. And here's the thing. Lex, the the Lex who was good, has shown that he is really evil. And he hit the Golden Age Superman's Lois is dying. And Lex has convinced Superman that the only way to save this Lois is to bring back his Earth. So Mm -hmm. right there, you have great character motivation about why Superman wants to wipe out that Earth and bring back his. Because it will save Lois, and and he's doubting that these were the right heroes to save. At the same time, we find out that the Lex Luthor who is telling him to save Lois is the one who turned all these heroes against each other. Yeah. So, you have, like, one Superman... You would only have one guest star, which would be the Brandon Rouse Superman. And I think with a story like that, the characters distrusting each other, getting to, like, more of an emotional story about how it's not like this Superman just turned evil. It's about him trying to save his Lois. And then when he finds out he's been duped, he's been tricked, the two Supermen, the real Superman and the Golden Age Superman, go after Lex, and oh, it's awesome. Yeah, that that does... um, The fact that there would be less um, cameo fodder would definitely take away a lot of the problems, and it... I mean, they already have the... Even if it was bad, the first part of the story is there, so... I think I think they could do it. I think honestly, yeah. getting rid of all those cameos and just having Brandon Ralph Superman. Yeah, they could do something really cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yes. Plus, we can fix a mistake and have Kevin Conroy play a good Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Now I don't know if you'd be able to do this because this is more of a comic question. But is there a Batman storyline that you haven't seen adapted anywhere? that you would want to see adapted. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I can answer this. Um from from I almost I wonder if this is your answer, but from hearing the the pitches for them, I think Court of Owls sounds awesome. I would love to see that. Um but I couldn't give too good of an answer besides what my feeling is, which is that <laughs> All right. Well, I can't say Court of Owls because they did it in an animated version and on Gotham. Right. So I can't say that. Yeah. But the one I would want to see is called A Lonely Place of Dying. This is like basically the origin story of Tim Drake, the third Robin. Uh. It's basically where Jason Todd has died, Batman and Nightwing aren't speaking to each other, and you see Batman is close to going over the edge. And mm. Tim Drake is begging Nightwing to go back to being Robin because Batman needs a Robin. And then mm-hmm. when it doesn't work out, like eventually like Dick will go and as Nightwing to help Batman. And yeah. you see them kind of repair their relationship. And Tim Drake becomes Robin. It's such a great storyline. So full of like emotion and heart. Batman, a lonely place of dying. I would love to see that. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yes. I'd love to see Tim Drake in live action. Mm-hmm. I I would love to see the Batman family. Well, I guess we will in Titans, but like yeah. in like a movie, like you have Batman, 
Nightwing, Robin, Batgirl. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Sounds like a good idea, too. Yeah. All right. This one, I don't think you'll be, <laughs> you'll be able to do. <laughs> Superman storyline you want adapted? Oh, uh, yeah. Couldn't even name one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mine is Superman Up, Up, and Away, which is a sequel to Infinite Crisis. So if mm. they did Infinite Crisis on the CW, this could oh. be like a two-parter for the season premiere of Superman Lois. Oh, yeah. So in Infinite Crisis, Superman and the other Superman fight an evil version of Superboy on a planet with a red sun, like Krypton had. So mm-hmm. Superman loses his powers for one year. Oh, and wow. it's basically the... The world is like so. Basically, during the the DC comics during this time after Infinite Crisis, they went a year without the Trinity in the story. I see. Yeah. Basically, the comics skipped a year, and we saw what happened because it was about Batman building. He leaves Gotham with Dick and Tim to kind of rebuild the Bat family. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, I think, goes back to Themyscira, but Superman has lost his powers for a year. That is interesting. And you have it where like. People don't know if Superman... People really think Superman is not coming back. Mm-hmm. And you see there's like a f- moment where like Clark tries to r- help someone and he gets beaten up. And there's like nothing he can do about it because he doesn't have his powers. And Lex Luthor doesn't think Superman is coming back, so no one can stop him. Right. And we have it to where Lois kind of doesn't want him to get his powers back. Because she just... She doesn't have to worry about Superman because he did die at one time with Doomsday. Mm -hmm. So she's worried about that. And then it's about him gaining his powers back and Superman coming back. So Superman up, up, and away. That is one I would love to see. That's that's a really interesting storyline, taking uh, the power away for a year. That's a grabbing concept to me. Yeah, I think it was the first Superman graphic novel I ever got <clears throat> yeah it was awesome do you have any comic storyline Marvel or DC you'd want to see adapted um, that hasn't been adapted hmm <clears throat> Marvel I feel like most of the ones I've read have been adapted um Maybe more of the uh, original Spider-Man run, but I, or just just more of it. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like, um, like for example, uh, like the uh, Death of the Stacys storyline that you talked about, of course, um, which they did may- in the two Amazing yeah. Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, that kind of, that was kind of adapted, and that's one of my favorites. Um, I don't know if I can think of one that wasn't. Um, I guess if I were to say similar to Batman, like one that is like a, a feeling, like I'm just like, this seems cool, and I'm interested in reading it. I haven't, but I'd like to see it on screen too. Then I would say like uh, Cra- uh, Craven's Last Hunt. Oh yeah, um, we haven't had Craven in a movie yet. Yeah, which would be cool. So, all right. Now people are excited for Robert Pattinson's Batman. Would you want to see his Batman versus 
Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Um, it would be. Yeah, I think I think I would. I think it like because um, that trailer uh, uh, seems like it's has a creepiness to it, an eeriness. So does Joker, and um, it would be really cool to see. Uh, like Joker was like we didn't see Joker fully as the villain yet. Uh, I mean, he was villainous, but. You know, he didn't... Uh, to see him going off against a Batman would be a sight to see. We saw him dance a lot, though. Maybe they could have yeah. a dance contest. Yeah, Joker going, da, da, and Batman <laughs> doing the Bat-Tusi. Or, or, um, <laughs> or it's just um, uh, Joker dancing and uh, Robert Pattinson staring like he is... Uh, which looks like a... What is it? Like a, it looks like he's at a funeral or like in a church or something he's like standing there with sort of he looks pale with the long hair in the trailer oh he's just staring bleakly i don't know where he is but he's like yeah Yeah. he's out somewhere as bruce wayne yeah (laughs) just imagining (laughs) him staring and joker just dancing (laughs) like oh my god joker it's trot trot shuffle not shuffle shuffle trot yeah that wouldn't be that hard of an edit to do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for, to see someone do that. Yeah. I don't know. I like the Joker movie a lot. But I kind of felt like Walking Phoenix was just fine as Joker. His like, performance didn't blow me away like, uh, like Pattinson in the trailer did. Yeah. So I think I'd rather see someone else play Joker... Plus, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter for Joker because we're not going to see it. But continuity of like Joker being that so much older than Batman opens a can that's... of worms. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, I mean, if they wanted to do like, if that was their influence for Joker, then I'd be fine. But I, I think I'd rather see something. I'd rather see like because of how much. I love what it looks like Matt Reeves is doing. I'd rather see mm-hmm. what his version of Joker would be if he gets around to it. Yeah, that would be really cool to see too. When do you think he would do Joker? I, I would say maybe third movie. Yeah, I wouldn't. But, I would say definitely not the second. I would say if at all, it would be the third one. All right. Is there an now? So all these. Rabbit holes are DC because this is DC fandom yeah. day. Yes. Is there a DC character not in a planned movie you'd want to have in a movie? Huh. Like they're not hmm. in the movie slate at all, but you'd want to see them in a movie. Right. Um. Well, with the with the deeper DC characters, my only exposure to many of them is through games like Injustice and uh, and such. Um, I really liked Supergirl in those games, so to see a Supergirl movie would be really cool. Yeah, I think... Although I would say I think it would be better to introduce her in a Superman movie and spin her off. Yeah. Versus I think it did hurt the Supergirl first season till 
I just think it's easier for like a Supergirl or Robin to be introduced in a Batman thing or Super. I think it's easier yeah. for them to be introduced in the main character's film and then spun off. Yeah, yeah. But I think Supergirl would be cool in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I would want. We're gonna go very CW. If you said Supergirl, sure. I want Green Arrow in a movie. Oh yeah, I just Green Arrow has. Even before the Arrow TV show from like Smallville was like has been like in my top four favorite DC characters. Yeah. So Green Arrow is the one I would love to see him kind of like the character we saw in the eighties comics. Yeah. Like there's some comics from like nineteen eighty six. They're like they're really good. They're some of the best comic DC comics I've ever read. Really? Some of those eighties Green Arrow comics. All right. Is there a DC character not on television you would want to see? Um, so not currently on television. We got a lot of DC shows, so chance you might they might be on there. I mean, the 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 answer I want to give like is kind of a cop out because I feel like what I'd want to see is like a proper live action Batman show. Like I mean, he is in not, Titans, but yeah, standalone one. Yeah, standalone Batman show. Um, that would be like a almost like a um, what's it is? Oh, it, what's the opposite of serialized? Anyway, <laughs> one um, shot. <laughs> yeah, like uh, standalone. Be, I, yeah, like standalone. Uh, mysteries with an overarching serialized plot that would be really cool yeah I would love a bat like a actual Batman show but I don't see it happening it would (laughs) take like the thing of like Superman that was like the film franchise has tanked yeah like you you had Superman Returns Man of Steel BVS Justice League None of them were beloved. Yeah. And I I don't see Matt Reeves as Batman killing the movie franchise. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely don't think it's going to happen, but that would be what I'd want. <laughs> Did you hear about the Gotham PD show they want to try and do? Oh, no. Um, On HBO Max, they want to develop a show about the Gotham Police Department set during Batman's first year. Interesting. So, I'll be honest, for me, I don't really care. Because, like, my sister would be like, but you watch Gotham. I was like, no, 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 no. No. There's a big difference. And Like, for Gotham, the Fox people described it perfectly. Gotham was not a spinoff of the Batman franchise. Gotham was the Batman franchise. You had... Batman, Catwoman, Joker, Gordon. It was just backed up in time. Mm-hmm. This was Smallville's Batman. Or a Smallville version of Batman. Yeah. This show is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. of Batman. Yeah. So, I just don't really care. That kind of sounds like, uh... I don't, I don't really like police procedurals as it is it sounds like you're making a boring version of batman (laughs) (laughs) and like like he wouldn't be in it at all they would just talk about him 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what seems so boring about it to me. <laughs> yeah. So, for me, I, I just I I don't really have any interest. And in, like, if it's good, I'm glad people like it. But I just don't care. Yeah. All right. So, what is the next one? Oh, the one I would want to see is the question. The guy with no oh. face, a conspiracy dude. Yeah. That's why I would want to see. All right. Man, some of these are really not for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. We got the Superman Lois TV show coming. Mm -hmm. Is there a Superman villain you would want to see in there? Yeah, that's that's one of the heroes (laughs) I know least about. I'm not familiar with that many Superman villains. That always feels like something you got to, like get into the comics for and i haven't even seen like i'm most familiar with villains that have been in movies and um uh i since i haven't read any superman comics i haven't been introduced to any other villains besides like lex Luthor. so um i don't know all right the one i would want to see is bizarro so do you know who Bizarro is? Uh, kind of actually. Uh, yeah, if you Google image, him, he's like a cl- yeah, he's like a clone of Superman that Lex Luthor tried to make, but it didn't go the way they were expecting. So yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. So yeah, Bizarro is the one that I would want to see. Not necessarily the uh, comedy like um. Like uh, the kind of dumbed down comedic version, which I love in the comics, but Smallville did a really good job when they did Bizarro on there of having him like sinister and evil and stuff. Yeah. So that's the one I would want to see. Yeah, that would be interesting. What would you say is the best era of comic books, at least for DC? So, hmm. man, this one seems obscure. But okay, we have the Golden Age, which was World War Two. There's the Silver Age, which were basically the sixty, the fifties and sixties. There's the Bronze Age, which were the seventies and early eighties, and then there's the Modern Age of mid nineteen eighties to now. Hmm. I mean, I honestly have to say, like, with, like, if I were, if we were talking about Marvel Comics, which I'm, we're not, no, I would say much earlier. I'd say earliest, almost. But so, I, I kind of Well, Marvel like, was in the Golden Age, so you'd probably say Silver Age? Yeah, but with DC, well, uh, what with DC, I actually feel like I like n- newer ones a lot more. So, I'd say Bronze Age. Yeah, so, y- for... DC, the Bronze Age is seventies and eighty seventies to mid eighties. Are you going with that or the oh, modern sorry. age? Uh oh modern age, yeah. Sorry. I yes. I missed the bronze what the bronze age definition was. I do mean like nineteen eighties and onward. Yeah, for me I gotta go the same thing. Like I love yeah. the golden age. Bronze age was pretty cool. Silver Age is alright. It that was clearly Marvel's time to shine. Yeah. But <laughs> I just you look at the some of the stuff they did it's in the modern age like they've done so much great stuff yeah. like from Batman Year One to John Byrne Superman 
to George Perez's Wonder Woman to like Core of Owls, Death of Superman, Under the Red Hood, No Man's Land, just so much yeah. great stuff. All right. When will it be time to bring Superman back to movies? So we've had it. Unfortunately, in our lifetime, there hasn't been a beloved Superman mm-hmm. movie. I I was in the last Superman movie was 2017 Justice League. Yeah. I would say wait until season four of Superman Lois because season one will be 2021 to 2022. So that would be 2024. Yeah. It will have had a break for a while. From the movies, separation from the Snyder movies. Yeah. And we'll have had people who have become more fans of Superman from the Superman Lois TV show. So I would say around 2024. Yeah, I was thinking something like five, like, I think I was thinking something like 2025, like somewhere around the middle of the decade, just because that would give time for a lot like um to get the ball rolling on a lot of these uh, like if this is going to start a golden age like we were hoping um these upcoming uh films then i think like later in that is when you would start thinking about adding superman back in um to distance a little um from the previous iteration all right so What villains would you want in the Batman 2? So, one, what is one villain you what is a villain who has been in a movie before that you'd yeah. want to come back and then one choice who is just completely new villain we haven't seen before? Yeah. Um So, you're getting Riddler and I take it a little bit of a penguin in uh um and Catwoman. Yeah. Um Hmm. I mean, I always like the idea of more Two-Face. I think it would be great. Uh like it's just one of my favorite um villains. Um but uh, Yeah, I guess I think I would want to see I think I would say Two-Face if he's not, I don't want him to be secondary again. <laughs> like, fully Two-Face. Yes. So, do you have a new villain who we haven't seen before? Oh, never never seen before. In, uh, in any live action? Well, at least in the movies. Right. Um, I mean, let's see, I'm actually gonna look up, uh, Batman villains. What haven't we seen? We haven't seen Hush. Um, we haven't seen... Oh, Killer Croc? I remember. Oh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Actually, it'd be an interesting way to pull them together. Um, looking at this list, I think I'm realizing that... Um, I think I'm realizing that 
also with Batman, I'm mostly familiar with the villains that have already been on screen. <laughs> like, the comics I've read have had Two-Face, Joker, um... I, um... I'm not that familiar with any of these that have never been on screen before, or in the movies, that is. All right, for me, the one I would want to see come back is Two-Face. Especially because... Yeah. We, um... All we've had of Two-Face is really that little bit in Dark Knight. I would want a fully formed Two-Face. No origin story, just... Yeah. Just like in Batman Forever, they talk about he's been around for two years. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. But the one we haven't seen, I gotta say Court of Owls. That's the one I'd want to see in a movie. I think it'd be so cool. I guess I should have said that after I (laughs) thought it sounded cool. Yes. But like I said, I I haven't read it. That'd be awesome. All right. What is the comic storyline you would never want to see adapted? Hmm. Um. Trying to think. I haven't read since I. I haven't read storylines that I think are terrible before. So I'm trying to think if there's something that I just think wouldn't be adapted that well. Um, that it just wouldn't translate that well. But I don't know if anything comes to mind. Um, what, yeah, what was yours? For me, as much as I love a lot of Frank Miller's work, is the book The Dark Knight Strikes Again. Hmm. It is, without a doubt, the worst comic book I have ever read. Oh. It is, in my opinion, the worst thing to ever happen to Batman. Oh, wow. It is just, it is truly terrible. It does not have much of a plot. It's like Batman will fight a person, and he uses his cape, which is now sharp, and <laughs> draws a Z on a guy's face. Why? Like Zorro. Why? Like, just as a reference to Zorro? I guess so. Well, I mean, that was the last movie he saw with his parents, but <laughs> okay. I, I don't understand it. Even Carrie, uh, the the Robin character, Carrie Kelly, says, um, why did you do a Z? And then Batman just smiles. And I was just like, uh, what, what's yeah. going on? And there's like this weird, weird thing, like four pages of Superman and Wonder Woman gain at it, and she talks about how, oh, Superman, you can repopulate a whole planet because I'm pregnant again. It's <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and which in the third one, they never talk about, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so weird. And there's like a moment where. So we have this new Joker because Joker died. The real Joker died in Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And the real and this new Joker is revealed to be Dick Grayson, which mm. is awful. Like no, 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 no. Yeah. And there's a moment where he gets decapitated and he's holding his own head and yelling at Batman. <laughs> it's just it's awful. It's terrible. Wow. 
Oh. I, I've heard stories that there was a lot of drug use while making that comic. Oh wow, it's like uh, it's like the late '80s Stephen King novels. <laughs> you know what I did here, which was, which might give a different spin to it. It's from a, it's from a podcast that a fellow comic book writer Grant Morrison did with Kevin Smith. Oh. I, I don't know how much is of this is true, but. I think I remember him talking about how the book was basically Frank Miller as he's doing a lot of drugs and just make, throwing crap against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and then as he's making it, out of the window of his apartment, he's seeing 9-11 happen. Oh. And like in the book, there's this big moment where the Daily Planet is destroyed. Oh, wow. And you see the reaction to it. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it doesn't change it from being terrible, but yeah. <laughs> although it does do one thing, I've been I will I've been waiting for. Oh, really? The death of Shazam. <laughs> There's a moment where Wonder Woman says, "Just turn back into Billy Batson," and Shazam says, "Wonder Woman, Billy's dead." And she goes, "Then let out one last cry like a warrior. Not." Go to the medic and save yourself. Just <laughs> let the lightning bolt kill you. And he goes, Shazam! And then it strikes him and he's dead. Wow. That was the one good thing about it. <laughs> it still sounds so weird. It's it's a truly horrible book. If you ever see it in the library, do the world a favor and destroy it. Because <laughs> it's truly terrible. Great advice. <laughs> All right. Here's a little thing to throw at you all right what is the best batman dvd cover ah let me uh, now we've had let's see we won't count suicide squad or joker but we had four plus three plus so four really ten would that be it four the four movies plus the three Oh, it's nine. Okay. Yeah. Seven. Um, yeah, nine. I will say, for me, it's the version of Batman Forever. Um, it's the which, one version of Batman version? Forever. Um, where you see Batman, Two Face, Robin, Riddler. Oh, Chase. yeah, that one. Yeah, that one's really cool. I was the I new was... blue four K covers of those movies suck. Oh no. Have you seen them? I don't think the Blu-ray covers. The 4K. Oh, 4K covers. They are not. They do not look very good. They're just heads. Oh, I see them. Like it has like it has like a white background. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like those old ones look so much better. Yeah, it seems like they're going for more of the minimal thing. I do like kind of minimal things, but this goes too far in that direction. I think I like the Batman Begins cover quite a bit oh yeah um at least there's a version i'm imagining i don't n- know if it's um is it the one where you see like this much of him or the one where he's like falling to the audience i think it's the falling one I be, i'm imagining more cape <laughs> uh that he's like in motion or something yeah i think i know what one you're talking about yeah. yeah that's a pretty nice cover yeah all right. 
If you could own a screen Batman suit to display in your house, like you have it in a nice case, yeah, which one would you want to own? Wow. I swear we've had this exact question before. Maybe or we did, but times like have it. changed. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm curious if if it if it's findable and on the podcast if I'll have the same answer. <laughs> um, And I just have it in my mind because I think we, we just said which that. one was our favorite suits, I, not yeah. which one did we want to have on display. That's true. I I think at just after that flash concept art, I want that yellow circle. I think I would want to have the Michael Keaton suit. Which one, Batman '89 or Batman Returns? Um, see, this is where it sounds familiar because even I'm more familiar with '89, but I feel like i remember having this conversation finding that i might have liked the returns one better um uh offhand i'm just gonna say for the one from it from 89 all right i will also go with the michael keaton one and is from batman returns that one i think that it just like the cowl looks the best the symbol yeah. on the, the insignia looks the best so mm-hmm. batman returns for me yeah all right. <laughs> if you could own a screen Superman suit to display, which one would you want? Um, interesting. Um, you know, actually, I mean, it might be a shocking answer, but I almost, I don't know if I'd necessarily like a Henry Cavill one that's a little less harsh on the blue might be. <laughs> kind of cool the one I would choose is the one from Superman Returns because it's also the Smallville suit oh, that yeah. Tom Welling had in the finale so yeah. there's extra emotional yeah. attachment there plus it really looks cool so that, yeah, I'd go that with the cool. Superman Returns Smallville one that's a good answer better answer even um. all right there's going to be a Justice League 2. Not really, but let's just pretend. Yeah. yeah. Only one character from the first movie can come back. Who are you choosing? Okay. Um. I have two schools of thought in this that I'm trying to balance. One of them is... Uh... Batman seems so essential, and I would want to see Ben Affleck come back. But the other is uh, how um, how it would feel like if Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, like continuity wise, or not continuity, like um, the direction the movies feel like they're going in. I feel like it would make most sense for Wonder Woman to be the only one coming back. Yeah, for me, I gotta say Ben Affleck's bad. I can't, I can't, I can't yeah. skip it. I can't yeah. skip it. All right. Now, we have the Batman coming out, a new iteration of Batman. Should Warner Brothers? Uh, should they try a new? creative team behind Henry Cavill's Superman or should they 
just start completely from scratch, like the Batman. Right. Um. I I think completely from scratch. I I think. I mean, there's. It's not that there's not potential for a different creative team to make it good, but I just think that it would fare better to have a fresh take and a fresh person in the role. Yeah, for me, um, I'm not a big fan of Cavill's performance as Superman. Even in like when Justice League, where I thought they pretty much nailed the character. Yeah. But I just think they it's best to for like gain it back on track. It's to say this is new. Having a new face would be best overall. Yeah. And I don't think having someone from three movies that people didn't like is the right answer. And it's just... Yeah. He's had his time. Yeah. You know? Regar- he was Superman three times. Not a lot of people can say that. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like it's just time. Yeah, no, I it's agree. It's time to move on. And I think holding on to it, holding on to him would just be for the sake of, hey, it's part the DCEU. Yeah. Which I think is just not beneficiary to the movie. Yeah, I agree. I think you need a fresh start. Mm-hmm. All right. I, lo- I, lo- I will say this. I'm not a fan of Cavill's performance, but I love the passion he had for Superman. Yeah. Like, when you read interviews, he talks about... The, how he sees Superman. I love the passion this dude has. Yeah. I'm not a fan of his performance, but I love the passion that he had. Mm. But I, I just think it's time for someone new. And it's, it's just time to move on and start over. Yeah. All right. Last rabbit hole. All right. Here we go. We've got four upcoming DC movies, I believe. Let me check to make sure it's only those ones. List oh list of films based on DC comics. <laughs> okay, three. Oh, they don't have Flash on there yet. Oh well, we know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Got four one four of them coming out. If all of them turn out to be great, well, well, well first of all. Which one do you think will be your favorite? Which one do you think will turn out the best? Wonder Woman, Batman, Suicide Squad, or Flash? Um, I mean, it's definitely between Wonder Woman and Batman. I think I'm going to say, for the creepy factor, I think the Batman probably be my favorite. Yeah, I think... For me, Batman is going to be, like, the best one. I mean, you got the best superhero ever. Yeah. And, I mean, of all, Batman is the easiest one to adapt. Like, and I, I, I don't see this to be insulting, but yeah, I always be thankful for his first two movies, but you listen to Christopher Nolan, he knows nothing about Batman. He doesn't understand anything about the character. Mm-hmm. But he made two good Batman movies because it's such an easy character to adapt. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's got to be the Batman. Yeah. Now, if all four are great, people love them. 
Yeah. Which one do you think has potential to be the best? I'll say, if all four are great, I'm a little torn between the Batman and Flash. Like, if they truly nail it. Yeah. But that's uh, a big if. If the, the I think that um, I think the one that has potential to be the best, like it could win out, uh, would be Wonder Woman 1984. I I think, and I I think it could have potential to be critically uh, viewed that way as well. That's if if they're all good. I just think my taste I. I'm more thinking that I like the Batman more, but so of all, you you think Batman will be the even if all four are great, you think Batman will be your favorite. I still, I still think so. I don't see, uh, I don't see the Flash or anything. It would be it would be surprising to me if it won out over the Batman. Yeah, I, I am torn though. It's like I don't think it will be because you know I got burned with Crisis, but yeah, man, if they get it right, that it could be great. I guess what I'm saying, like if uh, if I could flash forward into the future uh, when both the Batman and Wonder Woman 1984 exist, and I find that I like Wonder Woman 1984 more, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I would ex- I expect to like the Batman more, but I wouldn't be surprised. If I had heard that my favorite of all of them was The Flash, I would be more surprised. I'd be <laughs> like, huh, that must be a really good movie. <laughs> yeah, so guys, there we go. There we go. Our DC fandom special. Boy, did live up to the hype. We, we heard it was going to be their answer to Comic-Con, and boy, did they deliver. Yeah. So, there we go, guys. Our special episode has now come to a close. A natural close. Yes, a very special episode. This really does almost feel like the replacement for the Comic-Con special. I know. Maybe if... We'll see what announcements they do for uh, day two. Yeah. We'll see. If there are... When is day two? I should check that real quick. DC Fan Dome. Let's see. It doesn't say. DC Fandom Day 2. That's what I want. Fandom Day 2. What? It's not say. Wait, expands to two days. When is the next one? Oh, yo, let's end with this. Any big announcements you think could happen for day two of DC fandom? What else could there possibly be? I don't... I don't... Okay, September 12. Oh, okay. Hmm. So we'll see. Anything big you think could happen? Any big thing? I I I'm having a hard time imagining what other big thing there could be. I I would maybe think more closer looks or something, but I don't even know what another movie announcement would be if there's something like that. I'm for a big movie. I, I 
the only one I could think of is Superman, but I don't see them doing that. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know. I guess we are left to ponder and wonder. Yeah, I know. It's surprising there's a day two, but stay tuned. I know. <laughs> I almost think they would, they would have been better off uh, wait, just doing it in one day, because I don't know what else they have planned. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, all right, guys. Well, we are left with a gift of wonderful stuff. Yes, we from are. From the Batman to uh, Wonder Woman to the Snyder Cut trailer with Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. But boy, are we left with some great stuff. When I'm done with this, I will be watching that Batman trailer <laughs> another time. Yes, go for it. Yes. And thanks for listening all the way through this. So it's very exciting. A lot to talk about. Yes, so much great stuff, guys. So, as always... You find that great stuff, and maybe, just maybe, you'll find a little hole, and you'll fall down it, and keep falling. Why? Because you have fallen down that rabbit hole, and you will keep falling down it. Exactly.